everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Hola, amigos. Uh, we are recording in a very hot room in the JoJo's World studios today. I don't want to call it a studio because it is just a room, but you know, there's no air well, come. Way to <laughs> ruin the illusion. Sorry, we're deep in the studios uh, in Subiaco somewhere. Yeah, that'll work. Subi, yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> my usual recording computer shut down because it overheated for some reason, so that's problematic. Yeah, it like literally, you opened Audacity... And then you're like, okay, let's test... Oh, no. And then it blue-screened. So you took a photo of the QR code. So for, that, for Pokemon. For Pokemon, for obvious reasons. Uh, and now we're doing it on your laptop. Yeah, all this to say, we're doing, we're recording this episode on my shitty laptop. So if any technical problems occur, I'm very sorry. I blame the laptop, but not Liam. But I digress. Today we watched episode 23 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's the 14th episode of Battle Tendency, uh, entitled Warrior of the Wind covers chapters 103 to 106 of the manga. Ooh. A lot happened in this episode. Mm, in only three chapters. So, we have no cold open this week. But first, any preliminary thoughts about the episode? Well, it felt slower than other episodes, but things still happened, mm. if that makes sense. Three chapters in which a lot of things happened. Yeah. Yeah. Although it did have a bit of a disappointing ending, because I was like, oh no. Literal cliffhanger? No, not the cliffhanger. The reveal, which we'll get to, of... Lisa Lisa. Where I was like, uh, yeah, but... Uh, You're not really feeling it? Uh, you know, it's... Mm. Alright, well we'll get to that in due course. Yeah. So, as I alluded to before, no cold open this week, we just cut straight to the OP. Da, 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 da. No new observances? Well, I definitely noticed Susie Q this time around. Mm-hmm. I think I pointed it out to you. Yep. Yeah, I don't understand how much characterization she was meant to have. I don't know why she's in the opening, but at the same time, she's there. She's a character now. And we love her. <laughs> well, Jojo does, apparently. After the OP, we um, picked up where we left off last week with Wamu activating his final mode, Atmospheric Rift. So as far as I can tell, it's just as ridiculous as it sounds, but very underwhelming given the name. Yeah. He sucks in a heap of air through the pipes in his chest and shoots it out through his horn through a razor, a paper-thin membrane, creating a razor of wind, which looks like just... A huge drill, basically. I mean, I'm not saying I'm slightly disappointed with the fact it was called Atmospheric Rift and we actually just got a wind cutter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. However. <sighs> so if you recall, Jojo is pinned against um, the fire pit in the centre of the arena by Wamu's seven arms, mm-hmm. which are choking him. And uh, this wind cutter pierces into the thing he's pinned against. And starts gradually cutting across it towards his head. Because Wemmy doesn't know exactly where he is on account of being blind now. But he knows he's in the general vicinity of the fire thing. The general vicinity of the giant flame just over there. Yeah. But he can't quite make out where he is. Now, um, we get a bit of a a science explanation from Cars about how the way this thing works. Uh, He talks about how he sucks it in through the pipes and blasts it out through his horn. And he tells us that Wemmy's body can't handle the heat and friction it creates. And we see a shot of... um, Wamu shooting air out and occasionally, like, blood will spurt from out of him. Hmm. But then how did he learn it? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Evolution, maybe? I mean, it has to be that thing of... It must be a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing where they're like, I have never tested it before, but I'm going to do it anyway because I know I can do it. Well, maybe he's done it a few times and then, you know, the fact that he's a immortal being who can regenerate parts of his body by eating others... That is true. Worked a couple of times. Yeah, he's probably quite good at it at this point. (laughs) He's a breathtaking figure, tragic and heroic. Victory is yours, Remu. Take his life as a balm for your wounds. Etc, etc. Yep. 
And now Joseph's like, well, it's time for me to pull off one of my famous tricks. Literally, he's just like, oh, well, better pull off a trick now. Yeah. Like, okay, this one's Joker's. called the ham on oil trick. Uh, and it now makes sense how he has oil. He has a little bottle of oil or a flask, maybe. Couldn't have noticed that before. And he tries to create a little Molotov cocktail where he, he grabs like a little wick and sticks it in the top and then he holds it up to the fire and he throws the oil, but it doesn't work. The atmospheric rift cuts it. Because Whamu can perfectly sense anything that's away from the flames. Yeah, see? Consistency. Yeah. I, I think. I'm not sure. So Joseph's plan, as he explains, was um, that he thinks Whamu's pipes are like high pressure oxygen tanks. And if he hit them with the oil, he would create an explosion. But if this doesn't work, then he's he's out of ideas. It doesn't work. It, it's pretty much a gargantuan failure. Yeah. Things continue apace, as uh, Wamu says, That's your choice. Fool, I can sense anything that is far enough away from the fire. And that cry of yours gave away your position. Idiot. Now, atmospheric rift. Now, Jojo has a moment here. He shouts out Caesar, pulls off his bandana. Is it lead me to victory, or uh, is it... The dub was lend me your strength. Lend me your strength, brother. Mm. Holds it up to the fire, thus setting it on fire, and then chucks it at him. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa, and cars are like, Jojo, no, you're going to die. And Wamu, yes, you did it, respectively. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe not in the way you'd expect. Ooh. No, um... That song from Caesar's death scene starts playing, The Eternal Sea Within My Soul. I forgot what it was, so I thought it was just some Pavarotti. Yep. Uh, It's real good, real good. Jojo couldn't have won this fight without Caesar. It was very dramatic. Like, we're talking... I couldn't have done it without you, Caesar. Yeah, uh, so Whamu's horn cuts up the bandana, and then Jojo does this weird hand motion where he sticks his hands out, and then in that sort of after-image slow-motion effect, crosses them over his body again. (laughs) He's like, Whamu, let me just tell you how you just lost. (laughs) Buddy, you can stop now. (laughs) You don't need to rip yourself apart. I've already done it for you. (laughs) Jojo wanted Whamu to cut the bottle the entire time. Bullshit he did. (laughs) (laughs) Because the oil on the floor gets sucked up into the pipes. Yep. I'm following you. And now the ba- the burning sh- shreds of bandana also get sucked up into the pipes. Uh-huh, but how would this uh, relate to the oil exactly? Well, the thing about fire and oil is they don't really mix that well. Ooh, damn! That okay. wasn't really... I don't know. That, no. that didn't make any sense. No. <laughs> uh, so Whamu explodes. <laughs> Literally his entire body just... Yes. Explodes. Whamu, you've been a worthy and admirable fighter, but a powerful ally named Caesar was with me throughout this combat. Boom. And then his head flies off. His the vampires are like, oh no. Yeah, his arms sort of weaken a bit, so Jojo takes them off his neck. Yep, that's fine. It's, it's all good now. Uh, his severed head lands on the floor, and uh, Lisa Lisa's like, Jojo, be careful. He can regenerate even after being damaged like that. Use your strongest hammer to destroy him completely. So he doesn't. Yep, so he stands up above him, and Whamu's like, so it's finally over. And Jojo's like, yep, you took revenge for Caesar. I sure did. <laughs> then go ahead and finish it. Okay, I will. And then he misses? He slams his hand in like a sort of karate chop motion into the ground. Oh, this bit. Opening next up a to, wound. Next to Whamu's head. Yeah, he opens up a wound using some chip rock or something. And then he, he clenches his fist and just creates a huge stream of blood. <laughs> We're talking, like, borderline waterfall levels of blood Like, here. you remember how back in the ruins underneath the Mouth of Truth, Whamu cut open his wrist and was like, I will use your blood as an hourglass for your life. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like more blood than that, basically. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there being like, don't worry, I'm going to heal up your wounds a little bit. I'm going to salve you. Yeah. 
So he's like, look, you're smoking. And smokers are jokers. Hey, hey you kids, are you are really don't on a roll. do cigarettes. You are really on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> Oil and fire don't mix. Smokers are jokers. What's going to be next? Uh, no. Uh, so the he deduces that the wham the ham on from his arm spread throughout his whole body and his head, and he's going to die now, and he must be in agony. So he can't save his life with the blood, but it'll it'll ease his suffering. And it's not out of pity. No. Yeah. That's the key. Whammo's like, why are you pitying me like this? He's doing that whole sort of. I think very quintessentially Japanese sort of honourable warrior thing. Yeah. Where he's like, I don't need your pity. I'm good. Yeah. Why do you want to shame me like this? I don't need your pity. I made peace with myself. Stop. And then Jojo's like, oh yeah? Well, if you don't need pity, then why, did you just, why didn't you destroy Caesar's bubble of blood, huh? Ayo. It's actually a good point, isn't it? Because he was a noble warrior who deserved to be honoured. And as we'll see soon, there's actually quite a big difference between a noble warrior and a douchebag. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Whammy says that, and then Jojo is like, Jojo, you can't mean. And then Whammy's like, Jojo, you can't mean. <gasps> and then uh, Jojo's like, yes, Whammy, I do mean. Good God. And that's basically the crux of their dying conversation. <laughs> Just, it all happens through implied... Isn't one of the lines, like, he literally says to his face... Jojo, you can't mean. And then Whamu says, Jojo, you can't mean. Yeah. And that's doing that next you'll say thing. And that's that's basically the the extent of their dying bonding. But that's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. You're just sitting there like, okay. He does elaborate after, though. It just seemed very abrupt how that just happens. Yeah. Um, I was was there being like, "Uh, yeah, okay. The honour you showed my friend. Caesar's warrior spirit had earned your respect. So in return, I wanted to find a way to honour your warrior spirit. My blood is a tribute to you. And then Whammy's like, you beat me, Jojo. And as a warrior, it would now appear you stand taller than I do. Which isn't hard, because he's just a head on the floor. Hey-o! Jojo's quite tall. Yeah. He also does an, a wicked pose. He sort of turns around, looks to the sun with well, an arm. not the arm. sun, because it's night time. Well, I mean, you can still look to the sun. I guess so, but you yeah. can't see it. True. But, uh, yeah, he does, like, sort of looks away, looks up, does, like, a little arm manoeuvre, and just looks beckoningly. You know. At this point, the vampires are all like, oh no, let's kill him. Yeah, they're like, you asshole, just murder him. Yeah. And, and then... then the greatest shot of this entire episode happens where we see Whamu being like, you pestilent fools. Hold, what betrayal is this, you cowardly animals? He then grabs a crossbow. With his hair. With his hair. And propels himself forward. <laughs> Loads his head into the crossbow and launches himself at the vampires and just drills them with his horn. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now, I got a, I got a, I got two points here. Uh-huh. So first of all, the way we see him grabbing the crossbow is we see just sort of hair slithering off him, then in a separate pop-out shot, um, hair coiling around a trigger. Hmm. And for the briefest of moments, it looks like he's just pulling a gun on Jojo. <laughs> or the vampires, yeah. as the case may be. Yeah. Uh, and secondly... If he could still keep fighting like that, why didn't he just keep trying to fight Jojo? Oh, he knew he had lost, son. He could have at least killed Jojo. It's okay. Sometimes animus don't make sense. No, it's, okay. it's, it's cool. It's cool. And we also get the wicked shot where he's flying through the vampires yeah. as a disembodied head with a horn. So he, 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 then he starts drilling one repeatedly and then his horn snaps off and he falls to the floor. He's like, ah. Oh. I guess those guys are all dead now. Yeah, I think... Pretty much most of them are dead, except for the few that... uh, There's still plenty plenty left. Yeah, cars will eat them. Don't worry. I am Whamu. Although sworn to Lord Cars, I will not allow the vampires to attack you. It's not because of sentiment. Whamu. Strongly opposed to sentiment. Gotcha. He's a true warrior. Yeah. I told Caesar this as well. After he was dead, I think. (laughs) (laughs) He just saw the bubble there being like, yeah, he's still alive, right? 
I think this is our That's human's, how human's work. work, right? Yeah. To me, only the strong truly existed. Victory was the single quality to be admired. I existed only to my own code of honour. Please understand, to me, immortality was something utterly unimportant and trivial. All that ever mattered to me was living up to my code. And now I desire that you should drink the antidote. You must do it before I dissolve away completely. And while he's talking like this, he's like sort of a, sort of a yellow and gold colour palette. And he's just covered in sparkles. Now, and he's just a severed head. Yeah, I, I kind of pointed out the ridiculousness of what was going on mm-hmm. here. You also observe that he looks like 80s era David Bowie. He does. 80s era David Bowie head mm-hmm. is talking to a man who's so manly and so buff it's ridiculous from the 1950s about uh, living up to your code because 30s. he's... A, 1930s. Living up to your code because you're immortal while sparkles on a yellow background happen because his horn has broken off and he knows he's been bested. <laughs> it's pretty great. So Incredible. Jojo's like... Why would you want me to drink the horn, though? You don't have eyes or a horn. You are totally blind. You won't be able to see me, and I'm not going to tell you about it. I don't need eyes or a horn or words to know. I will know. He'll know. Yeah. So then Jojo drinks it, and we see that shot of the ring around his, um... I think this one was around his heart. Yeah. Dissolving. Good. You survived the ring game, Jojo. Hang on, wouldn't he hear him? I mean, you don't hear from inside his body, I guess. Yeah, haven't we already established that the Pillarman can basically hear everything? That's true, Santana had a very good sense of hearing. Yeah. So then Whamu's just like, I don't need a horn, I don't need eyes. I I got ears, ears. man. Yeah, I got ears, okay? I can hear you, I'll know. (laughs) I'm deaf, I'm just deducing exactly what you're saying with my staggering intellect. Oh man, fighting genius. (laughs) So uh, Whamu's like, I have no regrets, Uh, it's been a cool long life, I'm glad I got to meet you and see you cry. Later, dog. (laughs) <laughs> he turns into dust and blows away in the wind I didn't understand this bit How does he turn into ashes? I mean, that's what happens when they die Yeah, but isn't he's not completely dead yet He's just a head But he's got he's full of ripple He's oh, dying Oh, right, okay he's Remember, that's why Jojo did that thing with the blood Right, okay, understood Gotcha, <laughs> I'm a smart man Yep uh, Sad music plays There's a lot of shots of like the wind blowing through Jojo's scarf Because he's now one with the wind Yeah, and Jojo salutes him Gross and this works for me much better than the same thing they did with ACDC did. Yes. I mean, Wamu shows Caesar dying consideration. Uh, he generally seems to be a pretty honourable sort. If it weren't for the fact that he was working with cars, like, he wouldn't necessarily be a bad guy. Or he'd probably still be a menace, but I don't know about pure evil. In yeah. fact, no, we get a shot of him where um, Cars is like, you got to kill this kid. Yeah, there's flashbacks about it to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. the flashback that happens shows that, you know, he's a pretty good guy. Whammo, you must kill him. But Lord Cars, he is only a boy. And Cars is like, exactly. Humans grow quickly. If you let humans grow up, they'll seek revenge. And he's a Hamon user. So better fuck him up. Like Jojo. And so Cars is like, well, you can't do it. I'm going to do it. Hurt, hurt, slice, slice, slice. Dead kid. I guess it just goes to show Whamu should have listened to Lord Cars. <laughs> I don't think that was the takeaway. Link. He would have survived if he had. If he'd killed Jojo back when he had the chance. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Wait, I thought that was a flashback to... Oh yeah, this was a flashback to ages ago. Yeah. Li- yeah literal true. ages ago. Yeah, literal ages. Yeah, alright, I suppose he probably should have killed Jojo, yeah. Funny he'd listened to his teacher's wisdom. It would have been such a good series, too, if Jojo died in the first two episodes or whatever. 23. Yeah, the first 23 episodes. Boom, that's it. Twice. Twice. Two times. Because Jonathan. Oh, yeah, true Jonathan. Oh, man. So many Joes. Yeah, just got a tweet at me. Let me see who this is about. (laughs) (laughs) This is prime B-roll footage, ladies and gentlemen. Who's it from? Oh, it's from my friend Ben. Ugh. 
Classic Ben. He's just complimenting me on my Twitter joke. Oh, okay. So it's not a JoJo related no, thing. No, I thought it might have been the JoJo's account. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's just a, oh my god, people love... Oh. <laughs> Anywho, what happens? Uh, what? Kaz is like, Wamu was too pure as a, in his warrior philosophy and he became weak as a result. And the vampires are like, wow, Wamu died. He was such a poser. I guess he really sucked after all. What a little bitch. And Lisa Lisa's like, you guys are awful. Yeah, Lisa Lisa's just like, you You are terrible friends. And then Kaz sticks his blood bone blade through their heads and drinks them. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like a, through a straw in his wrists. I mean... They're like, he's drinking us. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he's drinking us is a line of dialogue. Thanks for telling us, guys. <laughs> so good. Now Kaz... Undoes his turban to reveal his amazing hair. Oh his my horns. god! I cannot get over his hair, Liam. It's like, mm, mm, it's so good. It's so big. It's huge. Really compacted under that turban there. How? How is that much hair in the turban? Because yeah, I forgot you hadn't seen his hair until this point. No, it's incredible. It's just his turban is sort of like average head size. Mm-hmm. He takes it off more a bit, than... a bit smaller, if anything. Yeah, and then he takes it off. And it's like long flowing down to yeah, his knees. We're talking like Bruford hair. Yeah, we're talking incredible hair. Like a mane. <laughs> like an actual mane of hair. Yeah. It's insanity. So now Kaz is basically just wearing a loincloth. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he's got his three horns in his head. Yeah, they look really odd compared to Wamu's. Yeah. Because Wamu's is sort of like. It's just like a big unicorn horn. Type yeah, he's thing. got like a unicorn horn that has like ridges on it. Mm. Whereas. Cars sort of has like three it's horns. Almost like a sort of a crown sort of thing. Yeah. Like three horns at the top of his head. Yeah. One like sort of big one and then two on the side. Yeah. But they're sort of more like stalagmites as well. Because they're very organic looking. Like, and they, they stand mightily as opposed to hang on tightly. Mm, indeed. Indeed. Anywho. Um, Cars is like, I am the only one remaining because this world and all in it belong to me. And then that's the half time. A lot of Crunchyroll ads today. Yeah. By which I mean ads for Crunchyroll. Yeah, very odd. No, uh... No product no, ads. Yeah, no weird ads this time, which is good. Except for the Exorcist anime one, which we... It's still... We've the, discussed at length. It's still the feel-good movie of the year. Anyway, um, vampires are like, Look, Kaz is amazing! And there's like a glamour shot of him where he's all glittery and sparkly. For good reason? <laughs> that hair! So this is a cool bit where the vampires are like, Let's fight them! Lord Kaz, let us kill them! One of them looks like Dolph Lundgren. Um... <laughs> They rush, the, the, again, the vampires start rushing them and Lisa Lisa jumps into the air, sort of stops in midair, kicks two of them in the head, then lands. Is this the bit where she lands and she's on her toe? Yeah. Like, she just lands perfectly. In heels? Yeah. Good work, Lisa Lisa. Credit where it's due. Hot damn. I told you, it's me against cars, one on one, but if those terms aren't to your liking, why don't I just smash this thing right here and now? Okay, buddy, look. And I think, I've got to admit, the 100 against 2... And these constant bluffs about destroying the red stone work much better for me as a reason to not just smash it than the vague prophecy stuff from earlier did. Yeah. In that it's a sort of double bluff. I could destroy it, but then if I do, you guys are all just going to kill us. But I could threaten to destroy it and stop you from killing us. Because mm. there's no reason not to kill them if the stone is gone. Yeah. So that, that works a lot more better than works a lot better for me than a prophecy says we'll need the stone to defeat them. Spoilers, if not for this army of vampires, they could have just destroyed it. <laughs> Shocking. So I think at this point, this is where Kaz is like, alright, fine, I'll fight you, I'll fight you one-on-one, whatever. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they're already dead. Yeah, and then they get sliced, 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 and they're like, no, as they gradually fall apart. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. As for my underlings' behaviour, as you can see, they are already dead. 
Uh... And we get a lot of menacing shots of cars walking through a hallway and monologuing here. All I want is that red stone. However, though ACDC and Whammo were my comrades for a thousand, ten thousand years, I have no choice to, but to honour their warrior deaths and their warrior pride. I will fight you Hamon users fairly, and then I will finish this with my own two hands. So they go to this sort of big gnarly looking aqueduct thing. It's really weird. It's not even- It's like Roman scaffolding, but covered in like- Stone and stuff. And spikes. Yeah. I think the entire ground level is just spikes. Yeah, everything below it is just like a field of like crystal spikes. And then above it is kind of weird, jagged stone Masonry pillars and stuff. Yeah. It's the temple at Pis Bernina, where the champions from the arena would come to drink the blood of their enemies mixed with liquor and thanking the gods for the gift of life. It's not in an arena, but it will serve for our fight. Badass. Yep. Supremely badass. Gonna go fight on this big old scaffolding. Jojo is like, Coach Lisa Lisa, you may be extremely skilled, but you are still a woman. He doesn't look as strong as Ramu was. Let me take him. Slow claps. All Lisa around. Lisa is like, no, I'm doing this. <laughs> she then disrobes somewhat. She takes off her sort of winter dress, revealing a sort of sick play suit. I, I'm not a huge fan of this outfit. No? No. Compared to her other outfits that have just been on point, this one's just a bit like, yeah. I mean, it's more practical, I would say. It's got greater mobility. Uh, yeah, but I do enjoy whenever, like, the heroes forcibly go, oh, yeah, well, I could beat you this way, and then chain themselves up, or become the underdog through self-discipline rather than go, alright, have to be at the top of my game just to beat you, you know? I'm not really sure what you're driving at, honestly. So, like, you know when, like, a guy... Say you've got, like, a guy from The Bouncer, which is a game, just in case you want to look it up sometime. It's great. The main bad guy's like, oh, well, I could take all three of you on one-handed. So, in order to do that, he just chains his hand up and is like... Uh, do you mean, like, in The Princess this? Bride when it's like, oh, but I am not left-handed? <laughs> Uh, no, not quite. I mean, like... Like if... how they were both fighting left-handed to handicap themselves? Yeah, yeah. Sort of, yeah. But, you know, anytime the hero is just like, I could beat you without using my right hand, then it's like, oh, cool. He's like, I don't know what the right word is. Not demeaning himself, <laughs> but, you know, lessening his abilities. This is reminding me of a great bit from a future part of JoJo that's just a joke, so I'm going to tell you what it is. Ooh, Wherein at yeah. one point a villain is like, I'm so confident I could beat you using just my pinky. And then, a couple of seconds later, the protagonist reaches out and breaks the guy's pinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to that shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is it in part three? No. Oh god, I'm gonna forget. Yes, oh, precisely. No. Oh no. I would have told you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, they go up, Kaz is like, I will fight you with my brilliant bone blades. Uh, I would dishonor Wamu if I did not let you pick a weapon. And there's a pile of, like, swords and maces on the on the scaffolding. Lisa Lisa kicks it away. I would need only my Setaparoja Beetle Scarf. Badass. Yep. So, Kaz starts, like, doing some light Tai Chi. And then, I think this is where Lisa Lisa's like, there's no violence in his stand. How can he fight without violence? He's not standing in a violent way. She hesitates, and then Kaz leaps at her, and he vanishes in the middle of a bright light. Jojo remarks, he vanishes in the middle of that bright light. Yeah. <laughs> what? Lisa Lisa is a bit nervous now. She's like, I can feel him coming from above and from below. What's going on here? So then we get some Obviously, Kaz is a master of the heaven-hell-snake-kill. My favourite <laughs> technique. Oh, no. So then there's, like, some wind shots where she's like, hmm, he could be here. He could be here. And we see Kaz, question mark, Ooh. <laughs> emerge from a crack in the, um, in the pillar behind her. Literally just a Monty Python hand just emerges. Yeah. So she does this cool move. 
called the snake muffler. Don't understand why it's called the snake muffler. She but... pins her um, muffler to the ground and leaps into the air such that it is like forming basically a rigid thing behind her. Almost like a snake. Sure. Ah, the snake muffler. And then she uses that as like a lever and as cars, question mark, <laughs> comes out. She kicks him in the head really? and he falls to the floor, defeated. And then Cars is all like, no, not Cars, ow! Well, not quite. First, Jojo is like, she did it. I knew she was better than me. He didn't seem as tough as Wamu, but dogs who bark rarely bite. Then there's a stab noise. <laughs> You're just like, oh, well, this is awkward. We see that the guy on the floor was a vampire wearing a wig. Oh, no. He can't achieve Cars' incredible hair, so he needs a wig for yeah. this. But that poor man, that cursed by genetics. <laughs> So I think he starts melting away. Yep, he's 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 dead. <laughs> and they have the revelation. Wait, that wasn't Cars, was it? And Lisa Lisa has the bone blade sticking through her chest. And Cars is all like, "You idiots! I did it. Why would I fight you one on one? That's dumb." Yeah, all I want is the red stone. I just care about results, guys. I'm not a warrior poet like Wamu or a romantic. I'm an asshole. Yeah. What what were you expecting? I'm here? the biggest asshole, guys. I'm like Do plus. I murdered an entire civilization just so you couldn't use Harmon anymore. Admittedly, I did fail. But, <laughs> but... But we all make mistakes. Yeah, I did miss a few. But that's why pencils have erasers, you know? Yeah. And you're the pencil. And I'm the eraser. <laughs> We're <laughs> one and the same. <laughs> Jojo, we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> anyway, Lisa Lisa is sort of falling to the ground in slow motion and she's like that's why I sense no violence in him he had never had any intention of fighting me that was the beauty of it he never did (laughs) (laughs) Kaz is victorious he's like I have the red stone all that's left to do is for you you chumps to kill Jojo Jojo screams with like a red palette shift and crosses his arms in front of him the vampires rush him and he's like Kaz and uh start smashing up some vampires yeah we get a brief shot it's like one of those um kung fu movies you know where all the ninjas will gather we were talking about the inverse ninja theory of the week how um all the ninjas will gather around him and only come in one at a time for him to (laughs) him to punch them a few times yeah so that happens for a bit um but then we get we get a very brief zoom punch do you remember that yeah a zoom punch and then what is it a something overdrive yeah well he zoom punches this vampire and then what the vampire is okay he's got a bit of a charred cheek but he's otherwise fine he's like huh your hamon's weak now you're running out of energy and it's time for us to and then jojo cuts him off by rebuff overdriving him in the face again (laughs) it's beautiful exactly what joseph would do yeah just don't let him finish just that's his that's his trick he doesn't let anyone finish their sentences i'm gonna let you finish but i'm just gonna keep beating you down man so i think at this point the vampires are like it's still not working let's fuck him up and there's a fist slowly plunging towards jojo a giant fist as a tiny jojo's like oh no and then arguably the greatest moment in this episode purple light starts to fill this shot and the fist just disintegrates into ash yeah and we see Stroheim. That music is playing again. Standing there in German spirit. Behind him are a bunch of German soldiers with um giant UV lights on their, on their shoulders. shoulders. Yeah. So then you see Stroheim go, Haha, you're nothing for German strength. <laughs> yeah. You are now facing Major von Stroheim and the German elite. And then the camera pans across and a bunch of dudes are like, and we represent the special forces of the Speedwagon Foundation. And there's Speedwagon and Smokey! So I guess 
the Speedwagon Foundation has like a paramilitary wing. Oh yeah, they're probably working in tandem with this the German seems military. Seems highly illegal. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, it's only what history remembers that's important. Okay? It's very sort of mother base out of heaven. <laughs> sort of this society, this free from the government, founda- independent foundation with its own like super science and military arm. And it's fu- it's like the Wayne Enterprises, you know, JoJo's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Speedwagon and Smokey are there. Smokey is wearing a sort of um, pink jacket and blue hat and some sort of necklace that looks like it's covered in Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It's It kind of looks a little bit like an Aztec necklace. Mm. Like, but, it's weird. But all the, the pendants on it do look like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They do. They just... Smokey needs to get out more. Or Smokey needs to unlock the heart of the cards. <laughs> That's a podcast in itself. So Stroheim's having a great time. He's like, they rebuilt me. My leg's a bit stiff, but I'm fine. And then his own cybernetic UV beams come out of his shoulders. And everyone... He's like, yeah, let's go fuck up some vampires. And then as we see them all rushing by in the background, Speedwagon, like, has his hand to his chin in this really smug pose and is like, it was the Speedwagon Foundation that made them small enough to transport, but our boy does like to brag. Oh, Speedwagon. Just not even doing anything, just there having a great time. Well, what can he do? He doesn't have any UV lights. No, you know, there's no reason he couldn't. He knows other people can do the work yeah. now. So, so, like, it's what he's learned. All those years ago on the London streets. Well, it's what he learnt watching um, Jonathan Joestar fight in that other people are here, I can just describe what's going on. (laughs) And I'm teaching my protege Smokey to do the same thing. Oh shit, you're right! (laughs) Oh, he's gonna be the next leader of Speedwagon Foundation! Oh, Smokey. That that tracks pretty well, actually, since they were both just, like, street robbers. Yeah. (laughs) He's just a random dude that they met. Oh, dude, the The Speedwagon Foundation Leadership Scholarship goes to one street criminal with uh, greater potential in their heart. (laughs) Everyone who's worked there for 50-plus years is like, what the fuck? I remember when we were just stabbing people in Ogre Street. (laughs) I remember we had dreams, man. Yeah. Cars doesn't see Jojo anywhere, but he's like, humans are resourceful creatures. Better kill them all eventually. <laughs> oh, got the redstone of ages, so it doesn't matter now. Jojo's vanished, but then he's up on the scaffolding with cars. <gasps> what? Take your eyes off you for a second, and there you are, pushing another little scheme into play. Oh, doesn't matter too much. I have a plan. Jojo is, like, doing kung fu poses, and he's like... He's getting ready. You crossed a line. No honour earns you no consideration. You said it would be a fair fight, and then attacked Lisa Lisa in a cowardly fashion. I'm assuming at this point in the manga... He's recapping what happened a week ago, because otherwise he's just explaining what happened about five minutes ago. Well, I mean, it's still like... Thereby showing what you're made of, and you betrayed the honour and memory of your friend Wamu. Now they're they're sort of battling philosophies, because Kaz is all like, Your outrage means nothing. Any action I take is a means to an end for what I desire. The thing that matters to me is the red stone. I mean... He has a good point. He has got the red stone, which has been his entire mm-hmm. purpose in this show. Battling over thousands of years means minimising danger, not taking any risks, and moving your pawns as you need. This is what it's been about. Now, that's a dick move. Yeah. Moving your pawns as you need. They they were decent. Wamu was a decent dude. He, he was... And ACDC was, I guess, your friend for some reason. And you're just like, oh, yeah, no, they were just pawns, you know. Also, Santana was there. Oh, yeah, Santana was there. Well, I mean, yeah, at some point. <laughs> Not so have, much anymore. Have we gone past the bit where Cars is bragging about how Jojo was the only one left of Lisa Lisa's Whammo Warriors? Ah, Hamon Warriors. No? Can't remember. I think we, we have. Do you remember that bit, though? It's like, guys, 
Messina is still alive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Kaz, Kaz at one point just says, Oh, yeah, after I get rid of you, all the Hamon users will be dead. Yeah. And then you just went, Messina. M- Messina's there. He's alive. He's, he's in a hospital somewhere. But Presumably. He's there. Yeah. Missing an arm. He could teach other people. And thus, the cycle... Maybe this gone. is pretty much exactly what happened last time they tried to wipe out all the Hammond Warriors. Yeah, that kid, they forgot his dad. Mm. Well, they cut his arm off and he's like, well, he'll be dead. Humans die easily. <laughs> they're pretty pathetic. Maybe this is their downfall, is that they're like, ah, yeah, he'll die. Yeah. And then they walk off. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, he'll die eventually. Yeah. And then... Looks at watch. Give or take a few years. Yeah. You know, it's... The trauma will really get to him. Yeah. That's the key. And if, if that doesn't, then the subsequent alcoholism certainly will. <laughs> The years upon years of self-regret mm. and denial. That's what really kills a man. Mm. Got to drive him to take his own life. Only then will our victory be complete. This has gotten very <laughs> yes, dark. rather. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Jojo's like, I've never hated anyone before, but I hate you. I think he literally says, I've never hated anyone quite as much as I hate you. In well, the sub. Yeah, in the dub, he literally says, I've never hated anyone before this day, but you I hate. Which I guess is kind of meant to parallel the way Jonathan was like, Dio. I wish I didn't hate you, but I do. Let's fight. Yeah, it's kind of like, at this point, Joseph is entering the final... Hello. The final stages of becoming Jonathan. Yeah. You know, where he's like, oh yeah, no, I'm honourable. He's becoming a more interesting Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, with more tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. Um, there's also the thing of like, Jonathan never really hated the vampires. No. Never really hated anyone, except for Dio. In the end. Because he always saw the redeeming quality in everyone. Yeah, except for Tarkus. Yeah. And we just like, okay, Bruford, I'm going to redeem your soul and make best friends with you before you die. Tarkus, kind of a piece of shit. Kind <laughs> of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, all right, never mind. But he didn't hate him. You ever notice how, um... They were just warriors in battle. Wamu being an immortal war- warrior god. Yeah. And admittedly, just a severed head. <laughs> Just admittedly. Still died faster than Zapelli did. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Okay. No, but it might be one of those things of in universe time. Yeah, yeah. You know, 20 minute episode, two minute race. Fair call, fair call. Zapelli secretly. His, actually, no, he was cut in half. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. And then some. And then he was like, I'm still good. I'm still good. And then later on, oh, no, no, I'm still good. I got my last words. Carry me with you. I'm fine. <laughs> Just a flesh wound. Anywho, Lisa Lisa sort of stirs on the ground and Kaz is like, look, she's only mostly dead. It's like a Princess Bride thing, isn't it? There's a difference between being entirely dead and mostly dead. The mostly The mostly dead ones can come back. Do you remember that? Okay, that's good. Have you seen that movie? I've seen The Princess Bride once. You should watch it again. It's very good. Holds up. Yeah, I need to. It seems inconceivable to me. There's a... (laughs) Very good. Um, There's a bit where... They put Wesley through this torture machine and they think he's dead because it sucks years of your life away. Yeah. But they take him to this medicine man and he's only mostly dead. <laughs> so they use magic medicine to bring him slightly back to life. Slightly back to and life. And then he spends the rest of the um, climax basically paralysed. Huh. Huh. There you go. But he's alive. Yeah. But he has the keen tactical mind that the other two need to save Princess Buttercup. Ah. Well, there you go. Mm. I really like that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Moving on. Might watch it today. Um, so, yeah. She's just another pawn. A worthless little pawn I can use against you. Picks up Lisa Lisa and starts playing her leg like a guitar. Very awkward. Now, I, I think I, the first time I watched this may have been before it was on Crunchyroll or just different subs or something. Because at the time, the subtitles certainly had the phrase mouth guitar sounds. 
Um, I'm just wondering, do you know what song he's trying to play? No, do you? No, I got. It just, just sounds like. Wing, wing, well, wing, he's wing. D- playing different things between the sub and the dub as well. Ah, uh, damn it! He's okay. going meow, 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 meow. Hmm. Okay. I'm sure it's a song. It has to be a song. It's just such a ludicrous moment from a guy who's been so serious to this point. Literally, his mane is out. Yeah. It's just like. I am the one god that you will never defeat. It's time for me to invent the electric guitar through my imagination. <laughs> On this woman's leg. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a power move. You gotta gotta give credit where it's due. True, true. It is a psychological play. Yeah. Everyone's just like, wait, what's he doing? If Wamu was a fighting genius, Kaz is a fighting mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> Psychological warfare. It's a, Jojo's just there going. Huh, I can beat him. When a This is worse than when ACDC started crying. I literally have no way had to respond to this. <laughs> it's like, literally the moment that he goes, wow, it's like that shot of Jojo's panicked face with all the colours behind him. He's like, like, you utter bastard. <laughs> what? How could he do this? I never knew. Car- uh, Jojo punches out a vampire and grabs him and plays him like a, a bass. <laughs> and I just start having like a... The two axe battles. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, you can pick any weapon you want. I pick music. Ooh. Damn. Anywho, he stabs her through the ankle and ties her feet together with a rope. Somehow he gets a carabiner in there too. Yeah, it wasn't really... Yeah, look, it's probably from his loincloth. I don't know. Then he throws the rope over the, the scaffolding on the ruins and uh, kicks her off the other side. What? Down to the heap of spikes oh, below. What? What's his line in this bit? It's like... But how could I do this? Or something like that. Yeah. Why, oh, am, why? why am I doing this? <laughs> Which, it seems, like, given the tone, the tone he's saying it in, it's obvious he's like, well, Jojo, why do you think I'm doing this? But removed from that context, it's like, huh, why am I doing this? Hook, bye. But it's like, the entire time he's like, why am I doing this? Whoop, but why am I doing this, Jojo? Why would I ever do this? Aren't I so random, Jojo? He's <laughs> like, throwing like her off like a cliff and he's yeah. like but why am I doing this at this point he could start drinking bleach and just yeah. be like but why am I doing this Kaz <laughs> <laughs> kind of a weird guy all said and told so Jojo runs to grab the rope as Kaz knew he had to uh, and everyone is like look they're in a bad way and Speedwagon is like look Jojo and Lisa Lisa and Smokey is all what did you say that woman is Lisa Lisa? The Lisa Lisa? And then I think we get a shot of Jojo grabbing... Yeah, then it cuts back to the scaffolding, and Jojo's holding onto the rope. And... Jojo, like, grabs onto it, almost gets carpet burned, and then it stops. Yeah. Now that you can't move, here's how efficient battle can be. I'll very calmly walk up to you and slice you to pieces while you can't move. And he sort of, sort of starts mincing up to them with his brilliant bone blades gleaming in the... In the night air. Yep. Ooh, the night air. Cars, you bastard, there's a place waiting for you in hell. And then, back with Smokey. <laughs> back where the action's happening. Jojo doesn't know. Lisa Lisa is the woman that Granny Erina had on the boat, which means... Well, we already knew that. Well, yeah, we did know that. But that means, according to Smokey... He doesn't know the woman he's trying to save... Is his mother. What? Yeah, okay, look, nah. Thoughts. Nah. Pick your brain. Nah. Not feeling it? Nah, not feeling it. I thought we already established that his mum died. Well, we were told that his parents both died of sickness when he was young. Yeah. So what... That's what we in the storytelling business call a twist, Nick. A twist? Sure. Yeah. Uh... Use your words. Use your words. 
That is my worst. It's just air. <laughs> You're not. Fe- well, I, I like it. Yes, yeah. I, a, I mean, it makes perfect sense, and yet it's not as cool as it was like. It could have just been. Oh, that was Lisa. Lisa. I mean, I guess making her the baby from the ship does kind of do enough if you just want to tie her into the sort of Joe Star legacy. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's not bloodline, you know. Mm, true. True. I just, I like the idea of Erina giving birth to the mother, and then the, the mother giving birth to Jojo, but, and then the mother dying, and then that's part of the bloodline. Like, it just sort of makes well, sense. Well, I mean, based on how things currently stand, at least with the information that's been explicitly spelled out mm. to you, this reveal would seem to imply that Jojo's mother isn't part of the Joe Star bloodline. Yeah. Wait. No, but I mean, it would have been better if Erina gave birth to the mother... Right. Mother gave birth to the Jojo. Why? <laughs> well, it's just like, it's the bloodline, right? It's like, if Dio came back, mm-hmm. which I'm sure he will because there are memes on the internet of him. Yep. So I'm sure That's he has, fair. <laughs> I'm sure he has relevance somewhere. So if he comes back, it's like, oh, it's in the bloodline, right? It's the family thing. Right. But people have two parents is what I'm saying. Right. Jojo has a father. Oh, hang on. Oh, true. Well, well, well. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Wait, did we already hear that they got married? The Jojo's parents? Yeah. Jojo's parents got married. It was like... Oh, do you mean the baby from the ship? And yeah, and Erina's Did that son? happen? I'm trying to remember if that's been mentioned at this point. I can't, I can't remember, sorry. It might have been, actually. I think it might have been. Okay. Which, yeah. If it has, let us know. Well, I mean, I know the answer. Shit. I'm, just, I'm not trying to spoil you. I just want a fan correspondent. <laughs> no, I think at some point they did say that uh, the... Girl from the ship and the son of Granny Erina got married. Okay. I think. And they died of sickness. Yeah. I'm not sure. Even so, I'm just like, uh, yeah, okay. It's not the biggest reveal in the world either way. No, no. You know, and it's just like, yeah, all right. Okay. Anywho, we should probably move on to our highlights slash lowlights segment of this show. Yes. Highlights. I want to say Car's hair. Solid, solid. It's incredible. It goes down to his knees. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet it's so luscious and full. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. like a Garnier ad, but for a 60s rock star. Yeah, well, it's like a hair metal guy, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It's incredible. He's got hair and he's got metal. Oh, from his so good. Blades. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Mm. For my money, I'll just take that brief little action sequence where um, Jojo zoom punches that guy and he's like, you can't beat me. And then he just elbows him in the face. That's quite a <laughs> quite a good bit of funny of comedy Rebuff. to me. Buff. Yeah. Low light? Low light. Let me think. It's a tricky one. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Hmm. I don't want to say the reveal of Lisa Lisa, because even that wasn't that much of a low light. No, no. I think we had the same problem last week where there's nothing necessarily bad in these episodes. It's just... Oh, actually, no, I can think oh, of one. Oh, go on. Uh, the reveal of what the atmospheric rift is. Didn't live up to your hopes? No, it didn't. Okay. Literally just, and now I can cut with the wind. That's oh, fair. Okay. Oh, all right. You can cut with the wind. Can't do that before. <sighs> yeah. This isn't when really a final Cut up Caesar's face real bad. Yeah, no, this doesn't feel like a final mode so much as another move. <laughs> Alright, yep. That's fair. Being forced to choose a low light. This is how you know you're a real Jojo fan, is if you're like, I have to choose mm. one. But I wish I didn't have to pick any at all, because it's all magnificent. I think I'm just going to have to go back to that that old standby well for me of, oh, oh, Lisa, Lisa, you're a woman. I don't take you seriously. Every time I see that, I just look at you and just go, she is a woman, though. And it is the 1930s. Yeah. Ooh, attitudes. <laughs> it, just, it just comes up too often for my liking, mm. honestly. 
It's like, hey, hey, did you know that she's a woman? Did you know that yet? That makes her worse. Get it? Because it's the 30s. Yeah. And she's a woman. Does a pretty good job of overcoming those expectations. Yeah, literally every time she is mentioned, it's just like, yeah, you're a woman. But. But. You're you're one of the good ones. (laughs) I just, I love how her entire life has been, you're a woman. Yeah, but I'm also your mentor, trainer, and badass in general. Yeah. Also, I've literally destroyed entire beings before, so fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, but you're a woman. Oh, fucking hell. Remember that bit when Jojo was like, um... Do you want me to fight cars for you? And she's like, no, I've lived too my life too long to be outdone by some stripling. And then as she takes off her battle suit, she's just like, you are 50. <laughs> oh, man. So weird. Yeah. So weird. And now, now that Jojo... Oh, no, because Jojo doesn't know. But now that we know that Lisa Lisa is definitely the mother of Jojo... There's all those bits where he yeah. was... That's, that's part of the reason why I was so intensely uncomfortable in those bits. Right. Makes a bit more sense. And also just the whole him being kind of a creeper. I guess you're attractive. Wink, wink. It's like, yeah, she's your your mum. That's who. So she knows, I presume she knows, she must know, that her biological son killed her adopted father. Yes. That's a very complicated situation. That's why she has such complicated feelings. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's, it does throw a bit of a spanner in the works, doesn't it? Mm, Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I suppose it's a pretty good tie-in, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does make sense. It's a good... What a tangled web we- we've woven. And yet, at the same time, it doesn't feel that good. Okay. You know? It's like... It's yeah, it's alright. Like, it makes sense and it's there. But I don't know if it would have been, like, the amazing reveal that you'd want, you know? Sure. I mean, it's alright. Uh, I guess that does bring us to our next segment, though, uh, wherein I ask you, Nick Ballantyne. Oh, no. What happens next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle Tendency? Hmm. Okay. Okay. So to recap... Recap. JoJo is currently standing on... Joseph Joestar. Joseph Joestar is currently standing on... Are you saying that Jonathan could come... Are you implying that Jonathan could come back? Not at all. Excellent. (laughs) Joseph Joestar is standing on top of stone scaffolding, holding his mother, by a rope through her ankles... While his deadly enemy approaches them slowly. Who has metal chainsaws. blades on his arms. Or chainsaws for arms. Not for arms. Hey man, this can be Evil Dead, it you don't know. Chainsaws enhancing his arms. Chainsaws enhancing his arms as they glint in the night as German soldiers attack all vampires below him using miniaturised UV lights that have been developed by a private foundation set up by a man named Speedwagon. Well done, yes. They're not just going to look up. That would be too hard. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I reckon Jojo's going to... He's going to pull some sick shit where he drops her at one point and then maybe attacks uh, Captain Chainsaw Arms. Yeah, that's what they call him. Uh, You know, just as a method of, oh, well, I'm willing to... I'm willing to get so far or put her in enough risk, but it won't be too much until she's dead. So he'll drop her... Grab her again later, but it won't work, right? I think that's where it'll build some tension. I will point out, just for context, yeah, we know that Joseph is very adept with rope. True, he is quite adept with rope. Maybe he uses... No, nah, it's not going to conduct hum on. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> he might use the rope like... Cars, what you didn't oh. know is that these ruins are excellent conductors of hum on. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, the entire temple explodes yeah. with hum on. No, I reckon what might actually happen is he might start swinging Lisa Lisa and then use her scarf. Hey. Yeah. And then Smokey will have some <laughs> sick exposition on, 
oh, that's the famous scarf that conducts Hamon yeah. for all the manga readers. Smokey will summon the winged dragon of Ra. <laughs> that's it. The ultimate conductor of Hamon. <laughs> yeah, something to that effect of swing Lisa up, use scarf for Hamon. Oh, yeah. Um, because I feel like the rope itself will just be used as the distraction, but Lisa Lisa's scarf will be the final blow. Sure. To really seal the deal, bring it all full circle. Unless... Unless... Stroheim jumps up. He's like, hey, Cars and Jojo, let's all fight. You remember me, right? Yeah, I'm a cyborg. Yeah, because Cars will be all like, why would I go one-on-one? And then Stroheim will be like, indeed, why would you go one-on-one? Sonic boom. Yeah, literally just that. And then his torso looks different now. Yeah. Slightly. Yeah, sure. Slightly upgraded. Yeah, he's got new, some new gadget in there? Yeah, possibly. So maybe he will actually get involved in this fight. He might notice that... Jojo needs help. Jojo needs help. Jump in between the blade and Jojo. Oh, yeah. oh here's, here's something for you. Mm-hmm. And because I'm saying this, we know it doesn't happen. Because I don't give you spoilers. <laughs> God damn it. Um, previous Cyborg Santana was modelled after Santana, if you recall. Uh, with the capabilities Ooh. of Troy Santana. Yeah. Now... They would re redesign him based around the capabilities of cars. So, chainsaw arms. <laughs> no, better yet. You know how he had the giant laser? Mm-hmm. Chainsaw laser. It just shoots out chainsaws. It's the perfect mechanism. <laughs> it cuts him into little tiny pieces so he can't reform. Sure, okay. <sighs> I preferred my idea, to be honest. Alright, fine. Have your chainsaw arm. They can have a chainsaw arm fight. <laughs> Literally just... Vwing, <laughs> vwing... Boing. Oh my god, he has a lightsaber. But where? I actually think Jojo's gonna drop her a little bit, grab her a little bit, won't work. Strohan will get involved. Speedwagon will be all like, oh, what? Uh, and that's as far as we'll go. <laughs> and Three then... episodes left, recall, for pacing purposes. Shit, three episodes? Fuck. Hmm. Cars might get away. He might very well get away, and then he's gonna try and use the Redstone of Asia, but then they'll track him down. Oh yeah. I'm going to the... The temple from that very first shot in the manga that wasn't in the anime to do the redstone ritual. Oh, they go back to Brazil. Not Brazil. They never went to Brazil. They go back to the Colosseum. Mexico. They go back to Mexico. Now they'll go somewhere and then have a big do old fight. Do something. Have a big old fight in another episode. Alright. But for now, drop Lisa Lisa, Stroham gets involved. Boom. There are too many Nazis here. I must away. Yeah, pretty much. What's with all these Nazis, bro? Or swing Lisa Lisa, you scarf. Right. Use her as a human, uh, what do you call it? Flail. Sure. A human hamon-wielding flail. Okay. So that brings us to uh, our listener correspondence portion of the show. We're running kind of long, so I'll make this brief. We've only got the one email to discuss today. Ooh. This one comes from uh, Marius Matawi, entitled Listener Correspondence. Uh, they write, Yo guys, great podcast. I just wanted to tell you that the surprise is vampires is the catchphrase of What a Beautiful Podcast, the podcast that does basically the same thing as you guys, but for the manga. So good to know. Uh, I guess knowing that now, I would assume that image that I I mentioned two weeks ago of that shot where they're looking up all the vampires on the ceiling, subtitled, What? The Surprise is Vampires, is presumably a reference to that. Probably. Yeah. I don't listen to that show because I don't want to sort of taint the proverbial waters of my commentary, but um, by all accounts, it's doing rather well, and if you're up to date on us, you should give them a listen too. I'll never listen to it. Let's just put it that way. No, you're forbidden. Yeah, I'm literally forbidden to listen to it. If I did listen to it, though... How different would it be from the anime? That is not the face of very. Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to it. I don't know if they do one chapter a week or like yeah. an arc a week. One chapter a week. That would be very slow paced, but maybe they discuss things in greater detail. As I say, I don't listen to this show, but you should give it a go. Yeah, do it. Listen to the podcast. 
but ours first. Yeah, only ours. <laughs> uh, and that's all we've got for the week. Uh, if you like the show and want to help us get the word out, uh, it would help us out if you could rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or other services, uh, or just tell a friend. I post every episode on our website, which is uh, convenient for linking purposes. It's very good. It's a very good website. It's fine. I made it on Squarespace in like 45 minutes. It gets the job done. Nailed it. <laughs> Sponsored by Squarespace. No. Um, <laughs> if uh, you would like us to sponsor you, send us $45 in the mail, and then we might spruik you. That's very. That's very cheap. What? Wait, should we go for like $200? Let's not discuss this. <laughs> if you want to correspond with us, we can be reached at jojospodcast at gmail.com or at jojospodcast on Twitter. If you want to send us an aircon, we'll accept it. I mean, we have one. It's just off. Yeah. If you want to send us a perfectly quiet... Silent, no air movement. Zero G aircon. It's just like a fridge in the corner of the room. <laughs> it's just a floating fridge. Anywho, uh, until next time... To, to be, be continued. continued. I hope that's what it is. Have you heard they're doing a new DuckTales? I have. I have. Did you ever watch the old one? No. Neither. <laughs> but it gets a lot of references on podcasts. Woo! No, um... I David think... Tennant is Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, which is actually quite surprising mm-hmm. to me. Because isn't Uncle Scrooge meant to be hella old? I guess so. I think so. I don't really know. I always I, see I David Tennant. I don't watch Tenet. DuckTales. I was more of a Darkwing Duck kid. Oh, look out. Is Darkwing Duck the one where it opens up... Drake with... Millard is Darkwing Duck. The yes. terror that, that quacks in the night. That's the one. Like, the narrator that's just like, he quacks, or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Mick Gordon, the guy who uh, composed Doom, I went to his panel at PAX, and he was like, the same guy who did the narration for The Trooper did the narration for the start of Darkwing Duck. Huh. So, like, if you listen to it, he's like, side by side, in The Trooper, he's like, his number is 666. (laughs) He lurks in his lair up there on the hill. (laughs) My God, it's Darkwing Duck all over again. Cool.